We are I. The two things that have been burning on my mind lately, one of them is something that David Goggins said, you know, this guy from LA was challenging him. He never really did say who he was and it, you know, it doesn't really matter. But he said this guy from LA kept messaging him and saying, you know, I'm running, you know, I'm, you know, I want you to come out and run with me. You know, I'm, I'm a beast. I'm running for this, running for that, you know, whatever the event or where whatever the distance it doesn't really matter like these these things are generally inconsequential to the story you know but he kept challenging Goggins to come out and run with him just knowing that Goggins was in LA every once in a while so David gets there and he starts running he says he's gonna meet this guy he's like okay I'm I'm here right now like at the spot you told me to meet like you know where are you at and the guy messages him back and he's like, you know, I'm I'm embarrassed to say, you know, I'd like I'm not running that much anymore and you know, like, you know, I'm i I'm taking time off, I'm not gonna be there. So he's like, Well, what the fuck? He's just like, you know, you challenged me all this time to be able to come out and run with you, and then I show up and you're not even here. And he's like, This is what I hate about people who challenge me to wanna come out and run with them. He's like just a, a bunch of part time warriors. He's like, I'm a full-time warrior every day, all day. I'm a full-time warrior. And I'm like, okay. So I I hear you speaking to me. I hear you speaking. I'm listening. You know, and what does that mean? So then my mind and my heart, my soul, it starts to, to break this down. You know, am I a part-time warrior or am I a full-time warrior? And, you know, when you think of a warrior, what does that, what does that actually mean? Then... Ironically, at the same time, I keep coming across this, you know, like this well, quote or perspective from Dr. Jordan Peterson, you know, like the one where he talks about, you know, men should just be monsters. You know, you should be an absolute monster because if you're not a monster and you go through life, you know, not being one, there's no, there's no test of morality behind that. You know, but if you're an absolute monster inside and you tame that monster and you can walk through life as if there's no monster inside, you have strong morals, you have strong ethics, you are taming that beast inside. And more importantly, if there's ever a situation that comes up, you know, you can leverage that monster. You can be that monster if the situation needs it. So I'm like, okay, I see how these two, these two narratives, how they collide I can see the crossroads where, you know, like these two perspectives, they meet. And then my mind can't help but drift off to this perspective, this quote that I don't know who actually, you know, wrote this or where it came from. Sounds like a Taoist thing to me. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. So again, this all comes back to you know, being this full-time warrior, you know, being this full-time monster, but having the morality to be able to tame this, 
being have the morality to be able to be a, a nice person knowing that monster is inside you and it's brewing inside you all the time. Knowing that monster wants to come out of you at any given time. Feeling the situations where that monster is ignited, but you tame it. You know, and this go, also goes back to the podcast that Joe Rogan did with Mike Tyson, where he's like, I don't train anymore. And this was before his fight with uh, whoever he fought, you know, like a year ago. And he's like, I don't train anymore because he's like, I don't want to ignite my ego. Whenever I train, my ego gets ignited and I can't stop that. The warrior comes out, the monster gets let out of the cage. So then when he did start training for that fight, he goes on an interview and says, the gods of war have ignited his ego again. That's a pretty powerful statement. The gods of war have ignited his ego again. That's that monster being let out of the cage. That's that monster being tapped into at a time when he needs it. But he understands that that monster is laying inside him. He understands what happens to trigger that monster laying inside him. And I understand this because I can clearly see the situations in my life that, that allow that monster to be uneasy. To allow that monster to be able to stick its head out of the, the cave that I force it into. Just knowing that it's there. So what do you do in these situations? 24-hour rule is one of them for sure. Knowing in the moment when it does and if that moment is inappropriate, having the humility to be able to you know, bring out the humility inside you to apologize or you know, not to hold a grudge. To be able to acknowledge and recognize what has happened and deal with it and not run from it and not hide from it. Being a man enough to be able to understand exactly what is going on and trying to find alternatives to letting that monster out because it is fucking ugly when it does. And I know this because I've recognized and I hamper myself now because I recognize when that monster is coming out because I get ruthlessly obsessed over shit. And I am all in all the time 24 hours a day so I have to watch it I tread those waters very carefully now because I know how dangerous of a road that is to walk down because all the demons lay inside or on the side of that road in those ditches and whenever the toes get too close to the edge you can feel those hands crawling up out of the ditch wanting to be able to suck and pull you in because that's where the even deeper monsters lie because being the monster that still runs down the road and understanding that that monster is there in their right and appropriate situations still can be clear. But that's the, that's the problem. It's understanding that there is, there's demons deeper than the monster. See, and these are things that we especially these days are told to run and hide from. You know, but the female perspective of this is always that that mama bear. Like, it, it's okay. It's okay if a woman acts that way, you know, especially in regards to her kids. You know, when, when a woman lets her monster out, 
you know, when she feels like her kids are in jeopardy or, you know, when she feels as though that's appropriate, we deem that to be substantially more acceptable than when a man lets his monster out. Because when men let their monster out, it's typically fucking bad. So when you look at this in juxtaposition to everyday life of being able to laugh and smile and love and hug and, you know, tell another man that you love him or, you know, tell another woman that you respect her. Like that's tampering that that monster inside for the moments that you need it. So this is where my mind is at. And this is the thought process that I'm trying to fine tune is being able to tap in to the knowingness, if that's even a word, tap into the feeling and the perspective of knowing that that monster is there, getting energy from that source, but not letting it out. So going into this weekend, going into life yet another day. What are you doing to be able to harness the power of your monster without letting it out of the cave?